get a haircut recently did you no i just like need to shower and uh it looks like a fucking sick mullet like yeah well also we don't usually talk in this like lighting that's true yeah yeah with i guess the headphones on it It is kind of a mullet but like when i have the headphones on like that yeah that's dude you might need to go mullet (laughs) oh yeah well i did a mullet all last year so i'm kind of like dude that's kind of a mullet I'm a kind of in between mullet. I'm a shaggy. I'm a, I'm into the shaggy mullet. No. Yeah, fuck, I, I can't. I've always wanted a mullet because it was a mullet. It just grew out, I guess. The mullet, the grown out mullet. Yeah, fuck, dude. What's good? What's good today, dude? Sick pumpkin there. You're still having the Halloween vibes going or what? Oh yeah. I mean, my my apartment's kind of like always decorated for Halloween. If you nice. like, if I if I were to take you on a tour of the rest of it, there's lots of skulls and like skeletons and weird, like basically like dollar store Halloween decorations that yeah. just stay here year round, you know. But that pumpkin, that's gonna, I don't know what I'm gonna make it into. I'm gonna puree the whole thing and then freeze it when I can make soup and fucking uh, pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, yeah, pumpkin, pump, pump. I don't know what I don't know. You can make pumpkin curry. Have you ever pumpkin curry? Yeah, yeah, you can do it like I know, uh, Guyanese. If you get like Guyanese roti, they a lot of the time do it with pumpkin. It's It's good stuff. I did once for I think I think I yeah I got my work I did a Thanksgiving uh well I didn't but we did a Thanksgiving uh thing I didn't know what to make because like everyone's just bringing like the classic like pumpkin pie and like uh stuffing and just like anything kind of Thanksgiving-y and I was like you know what I'm gonna bring fucking pumpkin curry uh, big hit, big uh, hit. Fucking but, uh, when I was when I was driving, I had it in the back seat in a crock pot to keep it warm for the during the day, and the fucking half of it spilled out when I turned a corner. Today, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh, uh, whoops!" And then I didn't tell them until after they ate, and they said, "What?" I was like, "Well, was, I put like none of the bad stuff back, but like." <laughs> Yeah, yeah I like, scooped it all up off the yeah. off the floor and then yeah, yeah. and put it back in, just like a classic, uh, like fucking what's his name from the office? Yeah, yeah, he's just Evan. Like, yeah, he's like everybody loves my chili. Yeah, yeah, he's just like yeah, I spend a week preparing this chili <laughs> and then just instantly drops a hot pot of chili. <laughs> pretty pretty good shit. But yeah, Sorry. you uh, released the fucking EP, dude. Oh yeah, the old uh, primordial rage of the cowboy. Yeah, I fucking heard it before it was out, and fucking it was sick. And uh, yeah, I I I'm, I don't know, like how how you uh, feeling from it? Getting some good positive vibes from it, or yeah, I mean, yeah, nice. a bunch of people have been reaching out to me about it. Um, I do. I have like an interview with this magazine. Um, and we're kind of going over demonology and primordial nice. rage of the cowboy. Nice. Uh, and that's going to come out, I think at the beginning of December. Yeah. Cause they're kind of like, they're kind of like related almost the albums. I yeah. Feel they like. both yeah. got that. It's spooky. Yeah. One like your Western. Kind of yeah. Like the EP you just released or are you calling it? Yeah. It's an EP, right? Yeah. It's five yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. But like that one, when I listen to it, it was like very, uh, I feel like more personal. Yeah. Towards what uh, the other one was a little bit, just like very uh, kind of like deep cut of all the, the stuff you went through like the past couple of years, which was like, I could like, you could just hear it in the songs. And uh, it was, yeah, it was really nice. So yeah, people's got to check that out, man. Yeah, cool. Thanks. Thanks, man. Great. 
Yeah. And uh, yeah, trying to been trying to promo it a little bit. Yeah. There. What was that? Like, what was your was there a reason you wanted to release on Halloween? Just because it like had a little bit of a spooky vibe, or just honestly, I think like those five songs I had, or I had four originally, and they were kind of demos that I had recorded during quarantine, hmm. and I just. I was visiting my family in Barrie. I don't, I don't know, honestly, what sparked it, but I was in Barrie. I think maybe it was just in, inspiration from, I don't know, hanging around with you and Spenny and Shane and whatever. And I was like, you know what? Those were actually like good songs. I knew Halloween was coming up and I had written this new song called Gone with the Wendigo which is like a purposefully creepy song it's about like uh, indigenous folklore the wendigo is like a this like spirit of the forest that okay. turns humans into cannibals and it kind of like preys on human greed Damn. and stuff like that okay um and anyway i've been getting into a lot of like that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. I wrote this song yeah. you gave me the book kind of about the, about the wendigo and and then I, it kind of all clicked. I was like, Halloween's coming up. All of these other songs kind of have this spooky vibe. I can yeah. throw this as like the end of the album, like acoustic banjo kind of song. Yeah, which is sick. And and yeah, Ali, my partner, helped me do shoot backing vocals on that as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it all just kind of seemed like the right thing to do. And I just kind of like rushed the whole thing. I like went back to the songs, fixed them up, did a better mix, re-recorded some parts, mm. re-recorded some vocals and like turned the demos into like a little bit better sounding tracks. And uh, and then I kind of just went for it. I was yeah. like, man, no, no promo, just kind of like a little surprise thing. Yeah, I like Halloween stuff. surprise. Um, just cause I didn't really know, like I'm working on a lot of country more like country mm. country stuff and less like western more like deeper like 60s kind like of shit, right? actual country not like spaghetti like the western gold yeah kinda. the golden yeah. kind of like george jones like conway twitty kind of stuff or like more yeah. like the porter wagner maybe like oh i, I was actually listening to that porter wagner so album sick, last right? night it's so sick it's so funny because the rubber like not you're right none of the other songs on the album are like they're all like classic country hits. And yeah. it's like, I'm in the rubber room. Yeah. It's like, so spooky like, and wild. I love it. It's such a good tune though. Holy yeah, shit. it is. Yeah. Cause like, it's just when he was kind of going a little psycho, I'm pretty sure I'd have to like read up again. I might, my facts could be off, but it was right after he just like, like was in a, like a institution for a bit, just cause like he kind of went off the rails. Cause like back in the day, all those guys kind of like would go on benders and kind of be a little, little, uh, messed up and shit um, a little kooky yeah like i read I, it was an okay autobiography i think there's better ones out there i've, I've kind of read online but i read the grand tour by george jones and like it's a wild, like it's a wild his story is wild and i'm sure porter wagner is the same and like you think of yeah Johnny well Cash, that's that's, like, that's so much part of what i love about country music yeah. is digging into these people's lives and into these yeah. people's stories and like you know figuring out what made you know because a lot of country music is kind of heart-wrenching exactly, lonesome yeah. traveling kind of uh very emotional music and yeah being able to understand these people's stories and understand where all of this heartache came from it's and crazy. then you can relate to that in your own way and yeah yeah it's very uh back in the day it's very relatable but it, again it most of it is pretty uh pretty sad like um george jones like the reason he was so fucked up because when he was a kid like he had an amazing singing voice and his, his dad would just make him sing like just like they'd have guests over he's like fucking sing right now he'd be like i don't want to and then he'd be like hit him and shit like beat him yeah and um he just got abused and then uh you know he'd sing and i guess obviously every time he probably sang it just triggered him and shit so like it was pretty wild yeah and all that so he's always wasted all the time or like just fucking on blow and then skipping shows that's why he got the name no show jones and <laughs> no show jones yeah wild. yeah he just wouldn't show he'd sell it like a theater and then just wouldn't show up and people were like what the fuck 
I came. Yeah. I paid one cent to see fucking George yeah. Jones back in the day. Like fucking yeah. tickets are cheap. My my like one dollar and fifty cent ticket. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's actually you, like a little ticket. Yeah, a little stub. Yeah, <laughs> probably it probably costs more to print the ticket than to actually pay for it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Wild. Um, um, yeah, like I, I feel like I'm, I'm the same with country. Like that's why, like my grandfather did it, obviously, which was like inspirational for me. But um, and he kind of taught me, so that's where my roots are. But I, again, like I just feel like um, that, like heartache kind of thing. It just it uh, drew me in, and then I just found myself writing more, uh, writing more uh, as an outlet uh when i was maybe down or something like that then it yeah, just it's exactly. just easier to write as country so it's like it was like my my therapy for a while and when i stopped writing it kind of i was kind of going off the rails a little bit but um yeah. i don't know but like you're i was just thinking like because you're you said some like i think uh oh my god i forget the name of the song because i'm terrible but the the blues the is this something blue the the one you wrote oh, on painted it? blue painted yeah, blue, the one yeah. i played on the last uh, yeah exactly yeah that one is sick I love like I liked when when you were describing it to me before you played and I heard it, I was like he described it dead on like it was like yeah. with the like fuzz guitar and the slide it was sick um but yeah like I I don't know if like you're the same but like it's like sometimes some like older songs like uh you kind of look at how they're written and you're just like wow like does it kind of like maybe not sucks but you're like wow it's totally different from how i write now i don't know if like he's you've like oh for that. sure yeah yeah watching watching yourself progress and change yeah. as an artist over the yeah. years it's yeah yeah is it's there, cool and i feel like, like a way so is there like a way like because like you we, when we started like i was kind of writing music and then you were also i guess like kind of like doing more hip-hop rap stuff Mm-hmm. but like so like it's i find it, it's, it, it's interesting to me because like you start with that which is a different type of uh way you'd i guess write compared to now like yeah. back in the day i just write a song a day and just kind of it'd be just like verse chorus verse bridge chorus kind of thing like just doing that like it, was there like a certain way you went about writing kind of like and then that maybe it's changed or I don't know. I mean, I think the biggest thing that's changed is especially when I was doing the kind of like rap mixed with rock stuff mm-hmm. is I was making the entire instrumental of the song before I wrote anything. Right. True. Was, oh yeah. Yeah. I was making a beat almost. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Even though it had guitars and bass lines and keyboards, it wasn't like sampled like traditional hip hop beats. Yeah. Um, but I, that's how I went about writing songs was making the, making the music and then the lyrics. and then I would sit down and listen to it over and over again and write lyrics to it and come up with a little chorus. And then, cause yeah, writing rap music is definitely like, uh, it's so different. Cause like, yeah. think about it. You could have the same amount of lines in an entire country song that would fit into like the first quarter of someone's rappers. Yeah. Right. There's a lot more words. It's yeah. A lot more words. And like, you got to like match everything up uh, differently. And I've always like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a uh, very different process. Use like more, like it's very, like it's very much more artistic uh, writing than anything I can think of out there. Like, like, just some of the way the play on words and just like the way uh like you may use a metaphor or like use this like mm-hmm. little quirky word to like tie in a, like a bigger or like to set yourself up for like a bigger like point or something you're trying to like get across in the song like, yeah it's exactly like, you can get really yeah. really deep into lyrics yeah. with, with rap music yeah um but yeah as for how it's kind of changed over time i guess when i was with the when i was um when I was playing with the fuzzy undertones, I feel like my process was more, I would write songs on an acoustic guitar, whether it be a punk song or more of a country song or a rock and roll song or whatever. There was a lot of different vibes that was going on in the band, but I would write it on an acoustic guitar at home by myself. And then when I had something and I had the structures all lined up, I would have the whole thing in my head how I knew I would want it to sound. Right. And then I would bring it to band practice 
and kind of let everybody figure out their own parts unless there was like really specific things that I, yeah, I was looking for, but more just like let people, I would let the grow the song grow organically as a band when I would bring it to band practice. But then so many people were in and out of the band that it made, made it hard writing new stuff kind of like impossible after the first original lineup that we had. Yeah. Um, and now it's interesting because I feel like it's a mix of both of those processes that I'm doing now. Cool. Yeah. I like, okay. so I'm, because I've been recording everything at home again. Mm-hmm. I took what I stepped back away from bringing songs to a band. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff I'm still writing on acoustic guitar, but then instead of bringing that to a band, I'm going through that process of building the entire song. And sometimes right. I'm building the entire song while I'm writing it, or sometimes True. I have a sound in my head. So now it's like, you know, I'm taking a bits and pieces of all the different ways I have gone about writing songs in the past and kind of channeling it all into kind of one thing. True. Yeah. Yeah. And then what okay. I'm doing with the max overdraft stuff, I would say is the same as I used to do back in the day, back in the day with the rap, rap stuff. Cause, cause that's like, what I want to do with the new max overdraft stuff is true. have rappers on it. And I'm basically building the bones of the song, the beats and the choruses. And then I want to get rappers in on the verses. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's interesting how many like yeah yeah how songwriting styles change. Yeah, how and different things you can pick up and take influence of. Um, yeah, and like everything style that you're working with and everything's stuff. different too. Like everyone writes different. I mean, like the way you're describing writing is like different how I write. Like mm-hmm. I yeah. have always been like my English. I won't lie, it sucks. Like I have shitty English. Like um, so my rhymes are usually pretty simple. Mm-hmm. uh i use a thesaurus if i need to to like spice it up a bit but um yeah like i'm more i was always more the guy to write the lyrics and then the the chords after to go mm-hmm. with it Interesting. but yeah it is and i find now it's kind of it limits me a bit um which is maybe why most of my stuff is kind of country because it's like you know that like, like the three like the three chords like what are they like one one three five or something like that like chord progression yeah or the one four five or one four yeah, five yeah. A, yeah. like like yeah so it's just, and D yeah C so stuff like that it just like made it easy to do and just like i also liked it but um i don't know like there i think there's a few songs back in the day like uh maybe i, I don't know if, i don't know i can't fully remember the child i once was like which Oh, yeah. St- yeah like that one i still i think that one i i might have had kind of the guitar bit a bit and then lyrics and then they just kind of match like there's sometimes that because like i used to like write a song a day to try and get better at writing and then um but then again i've only been able to like write it to a certain extent because of my uh knowledge of like english and everything like that but then yeah so it's like i always have like s- stuff in the back burner and like yeah looking back you just look at songs like wow that kind of sucked or like that kind of rocked and why did yeah or like i don't know you grow from it yeah well that uh, that is also kind of what i like we were talking about that i think last time we were we were chatting but how the that painted blue song i wrote eight years ago yeah right and like it never it was never actually used in any project or anything i was doing over the years and now I'm doing a lot of that. I'm going back because I've always written folk stuff and and country-ish mm. folk kind of stuff. I've always done that in the background of my life, mm. but I've always been very scared and sensitive to share it. Just yeah, because usually it's personal, a lot of it's right? Pretty dark yeah, and it's just like sad, and it's like right. You know, yeah. I feel like when you're like people want to fun and rock out to a rock and roll band, so that's kind of what I've yeah. always pursued more but now i'm looking back at some of this older stuff that i had written and like you said some of it i'm like oh this is really bad and but some of it i'm like dang this is a good song and i really captured a moment in my life yeah yeah, i could sing this and turn this into a great song now yeah yeah. so yeah i've been kind of also doing a little bit of that digging digging through some old stuff and yeah yeah, you realize that some you know there are there are some there's there might be a few gems here and there from from the early years yeah i got 
Yeah, I got some like just because I was like I'm packing up all my stuff to move to my place, and then uh, been kind of just going through some boxes, and yeah, I found a bunch of old music, and uh, I'm uh, some of it I did used to have recordings too, but they're I think they're on my computer, which crashed. I gotta dig them up, but I might just re I might not even listen to them and rewrite them, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I was like looking through stuff, and there's like there is some like punk stuff I wrote, and then there's some like. most of it's like folk kind of country but yeah. there's one point where i was like i'm so sick of writing folk country because it's so sad like i, I want to write something more of being fun because that's the one yeah. thing like i was like people would come to my shows but i feel like i just bore them like because i just yeah be, like well yeah i think i think it is it is important i think in country music to you know you want the you want the slow songs it's a huge integral yeah. important aspect but yeah, that's something I've been trying to do as well because a lot of my country folk stuff is also on the slow kind of mm-hmm. sad end. I've been trying to like put to take myself out of my own shoes and try to write country some, stuff that's a little bit more like you know, yeah, like, like uh, something you can hoe down. Yeah, to. like a good old uh, Conway Twitty, Loretta Lynn, uh, Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, like just like yeah, exactly. so like that duet is unreal i love that i have that yeah. album it's so good it's just yeah. both those voices and just the the song is just so damn good but yeah or yeah, just I was like listening her. Go ahead. i was just gonna say even like lately i've been getting into a lot of outlaw again like i've always nice. loved like yeah Lennon that's and that's Chip, my like that's kind of my oh yeah but i uh butter there i've been listening to recently <laughs> um oh my gosh can't remember. I'm terrible with names. Oh my god! Um, there's a guy outside that looks like Julian. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, yeah, I can't. Wow, I'm terrible. Even I still haven't. I've I forgot to look up that band from last time. I was gonna be like, yo, this is the band. Remember, we we're trying to figure out that Ottawa band. Oh, New Swears. Oh my god! I figured it out. Didn't oh I? I, th- I thought I sent you. I sent you no, a link no, to no, it. No, I think. No, no. Yeah, okay, that is them. Yeah, that was the one that I was thinking of. They're so fun yeah it's it's because what happened i was listening to some other i was listening to a bunch of toronto and montreal ottawa kind of like bands that i've played with over the years and then new swears came up as a recommended like artist because i was listening to local stuff and then i was like new swears that's it jesus their new album has a bunch of like kind of like corny like oh yeah cowboy rock songs it's pretty funny yeah they're, uh, but yeah, it's, they're it's fun actually pretty good. I, I, I hadn't listened to their new newer stuff, but I, I liked it. It was that kind of yeah, that funny country kind of yeah. And that's stuff. like the music I've always like been jealous of because I would love to just write fun, just binge drinking music like Fiddler yeah. made back in the day. Yeah, uh, totally. I think on their, I think it was self titled. That one was, yeah. and just like yeah, like Wine Lips and even yeah, Billy yeah. Moon. Like Billy Moon's got some fucking fun ass tunes. Like yeah, or like Mac, like Max old stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. His like is more like, just like, like, but yeah, I mean, just that. I mean, like the aggressive kind of, kind of like, psych rock, kind of like just you crush beers and you're just a complete idiot too. Yeah. Like, which is just like I feel like college days. Like that's like the college days. You just like, like you don't you don't think of repercussions at all. You just like I'm gonna drink 24 beers tonight, no matter what, whatever yeah. happens, whatever happens. It's man. that like it's that like fubar fucking yeah. giving it, giving her style. Yeah, but I can't. Uh, I can't think of the Outlaw band. It's someone just showed me. He's like, uh, he won, I guess, The Voice or something, and he's like pretty good. Um, yeah, they're like like Justin, the drummer in Him Villa, showed me on me, and he's pretty into like the Outlaw country. But I've always loved. Uh, oh, Sturgill Simpson's like. Oh uh, yeah, uh, I, I love his first record, the yeah, yeah. Meta Modern Sounds and yeah, yeah. Modern Country or whatever. Yeah. I have that on vinyl. It's That's great. sick. I just fucked. Speaking of vinyl, I just, I just bought. Uh, well, I guess not just, but I just received um, two vinyls uh, from Aiden Knight, and he, he, I guess he was just doing like spring cleaning and found a bunch of old vinyls of his. So then I bought them instantly because like they're both like from his first two records, which I love. Nice. And then uh, when I got it, <laughs> it says Brick Matson, and then like all I was like, oh man, I was almost, <laughs> almost going to tag him, and be like. 
dude, like, please come on. Even though it's like he wouldn't know my name, but if I, I feel like if I tagged him, he read like Brick Matson tags you in post, and he looked at it, it'd be like Brick Matson. He'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Brick? Yeah. Who's, like, have you ever met somebody named Brick other than like from Anchorman? I know. That's the only one. I that's watched the it the other Brick, day. Like, yeah. Brock is a normal name. Yeah, Brick yeah. is like a Brick something you build hilarious. a house with. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Even because, like, in that movie, he's supposed to be like slower. So, like, I feel like Brick is just like the insult to Brock. I don't even know. Yeah, For me, like, my whole life, Brick's always been like the insult. Like, it's just like you're, you're, dude, you're Brick. Like, you're, yeah, there's yeah. nothing in there. There's nothing coming out. Like, it's just so. Like, uh, yeah. When I saw that, I was like, God damn it! God but, damn. But I got the vinyls, which I'm pumped on. One is a blue. One's Versicolor, and it's a blue vinyl, which is sick. And then small re- reval um which is a fucking deep whoa what's that that was wild i was like whoa that's spooky i thought you're playing piano for me for a second that was funny <laughs> I, I was like yeah that was spooky <laughs> i thought Whatever. that was coming from your thing at first oh i was I like what is this this sounds like some like introduction to yeah i was like god volume one i was like yeah like are we getting are we preaching now like fuck dude but uh yeah um yeah that like outlaw stuff is like what i've always i've always kind of wanted to write i guess like honestly when we played peterborough like with you uh like laura and i when i was pool sharks like yeah um those songs are kind of inspired by like outlaw kind of shit Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have those songs. I kind of would like to. We honestly, we should remake them because they're kind of like they kind of suit you a little bit, and they're kind of fun. They'd be fun to like record. I don't think I ever recorded them. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should get together. Fucking whip. Yeah, them. around Christmas, coming on the new spot. Yeah, jam. Yeah, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta set up an like a little office or something to uh, do these pods and. Um, also just make music and yeah. all that, but yeah, um, fuck, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so I'm beat today. I was moving. I was like slept in the new place today and, um, had a fire. Like I have a fire pit. So I, I had a fire last night, drank uh, some beers and then that's true. slept in a bit. And, uh, and then I just had to like organize all my stuff, and I realized I have like no space for all my kitchen stuff. I have way too much yeah. kitchen gear. <laughs> Got like a fucking juicer, fucking blend, like a blender, all that stuff. So like, nice. it's uh, way too much. But um, yeah, it's, it's I'm so fired up for the fire pit. The most like I'm gonna have another one tonight. Yeah, and dude, really- that's. The ashes just linger, and then like all like all day, I was walking by and just smells like campfire still. And I was like, "Oh, this is sick! It's fucking fire!" Yeah, that's nice. I think that's like I guess the best kind of part about having your own play or having your own house with a backyard or something. Oh yeah, like the yard's you know huge. Because I mean? to... yeah, you can have fires, you can play music, you have your your own outdoor space. Yeah, I can't have to throw like a like a little fest. Um gonna do like bring in you probably do him bill obviously i might i might do country i don't know we'll see i kind of want to keep it more upbeat positive fun but uh you just call it brock fest that's pretty it's funny, like it's maybe. like rock because there's a there's yeah, a yeah, festival yeah. called rock fest oh is it? that'd be pretty called funny brock fest the berry brock fest <laughs> and it kind of sounds like breakfast <laughs> <laughs> breakfast with breakfast i like that we serve yeah. breakfast in the morning yeah, I was like, think I keep on thinking about it. like I always go to like to the extremes. I'm like, yeah, it'd be sick to get like Wine Lips and all the like all these other bands. Like, probably well, we could, man. Dave, like, like there's there's a lot of people yeah, that I think it just would depends love how much money it. these people want. Because, but I think if you're having a good, yeah, I'm gonna do like a voluntary. A I do like a voluntary jar because I want to be like people can just like I tell my neighbors and then all of them like can just like walk up and all that and shit. Honestly, I, I think a lot of like bands and friends because everyone's so starved to play yeah. would just come up as long as they got gas money covered. I don't think like you that's know, what I was thinking. Too. A lot of bands are gonna be like, "Yeah, we want two hundred dollars or we're not playing." Like yeah. it's just a friends like backyard. That's what I mean. Kind of yeah. like festival, like, and because nobody's been playing, I think people would be super stoked to 
Yeah. You know, be a part of it regardless of whether they're getting paid a lot or just a little bit. Yeah. But which in good news though, there's like, I think they announced yesterday that there's like this vaccine that they've tested oh, yeah, a bunch true. and there's like 90%. That. And uh, that might be promising for live music for next just, year. Yeah. Obviously. For things just like kind of slowly starting to reopen. Yeah. Then it won't be people dying and people, you know, having to quarantine from all yeah. this. You just go to the hospital, you get your vaccine if you you're your sick, vaccine yeah. or whatever. And yeah, and hopefully it'll help stop the spread. Like who knows? Like it's all a big question mark still, but at least it's a step in the right direction to back to some things that are normal. But I think it's still gonna you're still gonna see a lot of mental wear and tear from this uh year for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's it's never gonna disappear. Like, but um, man, but uh, I, did I you hope see? At least we can play some shows next summer. Oh yeah, like, like if we, we can, if we gotta I plan can, it too. I can spend this whole winter practicing and getting a really solid band together, and we can do like um. Then by next summer, if I can tour and play some shows, oh yeah, it. we'll do an East West Coast tour like all across Canada. Oh my God, I'm so down. Just, Cause I'd be yeah. down to do like just like a like a little like folk country tour with yeah, you. Yeah, would be like, be pretty. I could easily because like also that's that's a lot more affordable. Oh yeah, right. And like we're two artists getting paid. Yeah, we just I just need gas like, money and food. Split like, every split every like payment with five band members. It's yeah, like exactly. you're just one person. So. Yeah, that's where it's nice. Um, and plus we could just back each other up and shit too so yeah that's yeah exactly or like even just hire one player and then just like get a like a steel player and then like i don't yeah. know it's like bass steel and guitar or something like yeah that. i'm actually uh at one i'm i'm gonna try teaching ali banjo nice because what i want to do for a lot of my solo stuff is play acoustic but then have her play banjo and do backing vocals that's sick so that's really sick yeah because a lot yeah I think it was it was Pat, the the guy that does Roy and he plays in Vipers and Possum and mm. a bunch of stuff. He masters he mastered Demonology and Primordial Rage of the Cowboy. But um he sent me a message and he really liked the Gone with the Wendigo song. And he's yeah, like, I really like that vibe and you should like you should try to get more into that. And he was like, I would love having you come record in a really nice space with nice reverb, just acoustic guitar, banjo, and backing that's vocals. Sick. And I was that's like, sick. well, that's cool because that's somebody who I really respect highly, highly when it comes to music and stuff. He had that whole Oxford blue band that Daniel Romano produced right? Yeah, also yeah. back in the day. So he's a big country buff. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that to heart. And yeah. I'm going to oh, yeah. just, and it's something that I can do, you know, that's, if I have, if I can teach Ali the banjo, which yeah. is which is fairly simple, it's simpler to learn than guitar. Actually, a lot of the chords are just two fingers and stuff. So, well, yeah, it's like mostly what like it depends how you tune it, but you can do like open G or whatever. That's what like I've that. been playing in open yeah, G, which is like the classic, easy to play. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the standard tuning. Yeah, but you can banjo. like I think I think G and D are the best tunings for that, if I remember correctly. When I had one, yeah, but um. Man, but going back to like venues maybe opening up, did you see the mod club closed? Yeah. Man, that's wild. And also, who else? Like, I think it was Duffy's Tavern closed a lot. Oh, really? I'm pretty, I remember hearing about that. There's been a few, there's been a few Toronto venues that have gone down. Like, mod club was like, when you think of like, um, like you think about like kind of music kind of growing or like you growing as a band, like, there's a certain venues you can kind of hit like right now, like Hemville and us, like we can hit the smaller venues like cherry colas or like, um, Oh my gosh. Like uh, baby G or something like a hundred, hundred capacity venues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then the next level up would be like horseshoe tavern to uh, the garrison and stuff like that. And then the next tier up is like mod like club, mod club and-, and maybe op- opera house or something. Or, uh- yeah, um, what's that? But like, it's just like you you take out those like middle ones for Lee's like Palace. Yeah, Lee's Palace is yeah, yeah another big. But like you, you take out like those like middle of the pack. I I, I think Mod Club is actually kind of above Lee's Palace, really. But like, 
it's pretty like the next step after like the mod club it's would be nicer like, than lee's palace yeah that's sure. true yeah i like the grunginess of lee's i used to live yeah. like i didn't i it's crazy when i lived like in toronto like i didn't realize i was like walking distance i was like a kilometer away from where i live like my buddy justin uh that plays guitar in him like he lives like right beside it which is sick so like yeah it wasn't until like was moving pretty much or knew i was moving that i would walk to his place chug some beers and we just like jump over to a show there like yeah and i was like man like why why did i not just like go to like random shows more like see some bands like for sure like i'd see like daniel Romano and stuff there but i never um yeah i never did that but yeah like it's just crazy it just sucks because that tear is gone because like that's like after that it's like pretty much like danforth or like like, like big. the bigger venues so like there's yeah. like middle-aged venues even for like touring bands like where they know they're big but you know they're unsure of how you know if they're from america or the the or europe they just don't know how they're gonna market in canada fully like yeah. sure maybe they look online they're like hitting a thousand or not a thousand like a million streams but it's like am i really gonna get like that kind yeah. of crowd well that's like i would say that's like the ritz kind of in montreal True. like the ritz is like it's like it's like almost comparative to the new Lesco because Lesco expanded, so it's a lot bigger now. Oh, really? Lesco is almost in that. Like I saw L.A. Witch there. I oh, saw really? Bodies there. Damn, dude. Um, Ancient Shapes played there. Ancient like Shapes Daniel is so project. Sick, um, but I feel like Lesco and and the Ritz are have kind of turned into those places. Yeah, and then maybe in even. The, the three story uh casa oh casa del popolo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well that closed that actually closed i think you're thinking of the one across the street the salarosa the one that's up on the third floor well yeah isn't there like three levels to it yeah well uh, well casa is across the street though Casa oh, is it? Oh, is like a cafe bar, and then they have a venue on the other side. But the venue is closed down in Casa now. They turned oh. it into a print shop. Oh, cool. Which is actually cool. Like they're doing yeah. screen printing, and yeah, they, yeah. they kept their business alive where True. they could. But it's the Salarosa that's across the street. And yeah, there's like a bar on the main level. There's like a venue, like a more DIY kind of venue in the, in the basement. basement. Yeah. And then the Salarosa is upstairs. And okay, so like, there's only two it, venues. Like, that's now. where I saw Daniel Romano and the Sadies yeah. and Christian North. And Orville uh, Peck. Did you go to Orville Peck there? No, I didn't, but that's, that oh, is yeah. where it was. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, because that's, uh, was it? Uh, God, uh, Godspeed. Uh, no, uh, God. Yeah, didn't they open th- those people open that all that? Yeah, stuff? that's a, yeah, one of the guys. Yeah, it's sick. Um, and they own Casa as well. They yeah, yeah, it. it's the same yeah, owners yeah. that own Casa. And yeah, we were stuff. trying to play there, but it, it uh, we we're trying to play there with uh, do you know the band um, Alpha Van, Alpha and the Van? No, I was thinking about Alphaville for a sec, yeah, but they're I, getting 100% sure they're like kind of like a synth kind of rock pop. They're pretty cool. We're we're gonna try and play with them. Uh, they played with like well, actually, I think it got canceled, but they're supposed to play with like Luna Lee and stuff there. Okay, but uh, nice. Yeah, they yeah, have a Luna decent Lee's following. Cool. They're pretty sick. I'll I'll link you them. They're cool. They're from. They're like, they go to McGill and they're they're uh, from Montreal. And I guess Are you talking uh, about Salarosa or Casa? Salarosa. Okay, yeah, because yeah, you because you could you. It's not too. It's pretty easy to get into Casa. Casa is a smaller venue. Yeah, for like acoustic acts. Like I feel like. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's like acoustic stuff or small. Like you could play full bands there, but it's like, you know, like if, if we played there, we can pack the whole place basically. Yeah. yeah. But Salarosa is more like. It's yeah, a, it's like it's a way bigger. It's probably like what two fifty three hundred venue, people. I'd say even more, maybe Damn. five, five or six hundred, because less goes like less goes two twenty five or two fifty, and like Salarosa is like way bigger than Lesco. Fair, okay. So I would say it's at least twice the size of Lesco. Yeah. What was your? Uh, did you ever go to the Mod Club? Like, what was your shows you went to there? The, honestly, the only show that I ever went to the Mod Club uh, was Christopher Owens from the guy from Girls. Oh, yeah. Okay. And. Damn, I went to I went to a lot there, honestly. Yeah, I was, well, I guess it's because I haven't like 
lived in Montreal for so long. Yeah, so like, fair. it's like, if I go out to a show, it's all like, I haven't, if I go to Toronto, it's usually for like a friend's show or a mm. festival or, you're on or, tour like, or something. I'm yeah. on tour or something like that. So, mm. um, I only yeah. went down there for like some shows when I was like a teenager and stuff. Yeah. That's what the, the first time I went, uh, I won, um, tickets on Twitter to see, uh, Grey Kingdom, which is Spencer Burton. Oh, nice. And then he yeah, was opening into that way back in the day. Yeah, fuck. I loved his Grey Kingdom stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was opening up for James Vincent McMorrow, who just like released like a crazy like folk album. Like yeah. so good. Um, I don't remember the name of it anymore, but that was sick. So I went actually I think I went with Vern, actually. Yeah. Nice. I think uh and then I bumped into some people there too, but um, yeah, that was like, oh wait, was yeah, I think it was with him. I don't even remember, but um, yeah, we like just stood right up front and just it was so sick. And then other shows I went to was like Andy Schaff with Chris Cohen, which was unreal. Um, there might have been this a is few all others. at the mod club. Yeah, it was all at the mod. Oh, like cool. they had, especially when. Uh, Dine Alone was like very heavily pushing uh, artists with like folk. Mm-hmm. Like folk was like Lumineers. They just signed Lumineers like probably. And then uh, there was also, yeah, like Grey Kingdom. And then there was, uh, I don't know. They kind of like just go with the times, right? So yeah. Yeah. That like, Grey King, I have that Grey Kingdom album on CD still. The, the one with the moon on it? I think it was like all white or all black or all gray or something like that. I think it was a, yeah, the like black it was a really, one. really simple yeah. album cover design. Man, do you know what I was thinking the other that day? Was a great album. When we went to, uh, we, I don't know, we got there so early, but I went to like Dakota Tavern and saw like the, I think it was the album release of Great Bloomers. Oh, yeah. That was wild. Like, and we just like talked to, um, fuck, I forget his name. I think it's like Lowell or something like that. The, the dude from the band yeah yeah the yeah, singer. yeah yeah we talked to him for a bit yeah we were like how old was i like fucking dude we were young 17 or i don't something. know how I, I don't know how we got in there honestly i don't know i don't i don't we were not 19 i don't think we were 19 like i, I remember that we, being like a big deal i was like going down to toronto yeah like that was so with brock i think that's why we went so early because we're like yeah we might not <laughs> we went there at like 6 30 or 7 or we something were pretty early. like the band was setting up yeah, we I were like really there creepy. for the whole sound check and stuff. Just yeah, I don't remember getting a beer, so like I think we were like I don't remember getting a beer either. Seventeen, I don't know when that yeah. album. Came I have that on CD too. It's funny. Yeah, I, got, I got the vinyl that one. It's all white. It's sick. yeah, because yeah. I don't really like you know I haven't collected CDs since I was a teenager because. Oh, yeah, no. I got into vinyls and like True. now it's just like, why would I buy CDs. a CD if I could get a vinyl? Because I don't have anything to listen to CDs on. I don't even have a car. Uh, well, either. actually, fair. Yeah, I used to only buy them because of my car, but now that's exactly no same. CD in my car actually. But I do have a actually, I think it's a box over there. But I got a I got a like a six CD player. I might hook up to just because I have like all my. I'm gonna hook up. I might do tonight. Hook up my vinyl player and then nice my CD player too. Yeah, that's 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 um, so funny. Anytime I move into a first place, it's always like, where am I putting the record player? It's yeah. like my first. I, like, I have some ideas, but things might change once uh, I move more stuff in. Yeah, for sure. But we'll see. But yeah, man, it's, I it's, uh, I still collect CDs. Like I bought um, like Billy Moon's punk songs. What am I like? If any, no one knows Billy Moon, fucking check him out. Uh, punk songs is my favorite fucking record by him like it is so so good um every song on that is some billy moon unreal oh he's yeah he's a sick dude um well yeah he did my like he did my visuals for uh are you thinking of me they're so sick (laughs) hey kitty hey kitty cat um yeah so like He's uh yeah that album's unreal but I I I bought CD of that I don't think he had I don't know if he made vinyl for that but either way I was like yeah I'll, I'll buy a CD man like I'll listen to it eventually somehow on a CD or whatever but it's not it's not that's what's weird though like it's hard now I feel like for artists because like you can like there's people like us also buy like merch from bands but most kids I feel like they just like they're all digital they're just like spotify apple music oh yeah it's a one that's another thing is especially like 
because of Spotify and Apple Music, less people are also buying stuff on Bandcamp. Because it's like, why Fair. would you buy yeah. something and download it to take space on your phone when yeah. you can just listen to it whenever you want on Spotify? It's true. That's what it I'm is finding true. is like, uh, I feel like since these, since a lot of these things have come into play, people aren't buying digital stuff on mm. Bandcamp. I yeah. find I sell, I'll sell a lot when I'm doing physical merch. Yeah. But for a digital release, like I, I'm not selling no, you that money, much yeah. on Bandcamp because people can just go on Spotify and listen to it. Yeah. Which is like crazy. Like I think you linked it to me. I haven't like looked into it yet, but uh, there's like, I even saw articles on it, but I think you linked me where it's like you can apply for something on Spotify where you can like kind of go on a new algorithm but you lose more money or something like that is that oh what what was that called again i don't remember oh my like, cat's just oh he's hugging you like, yeah he does this man that's it's the so cutest cute. thing i've ever seen it's so cute like look he actually what the heck? he loves this this that is his is favorite cutest. thing like that in is, the whole day like that's look at precious this. no one no it sucks because no one will be able to see this oh man poor people we'll get him on the next pod when we got dave and he like gets super into it it's yeah. actually like the most dude, adorable thing dude he's giving you some hickeys bro yeah <laughs> oh he wants to go on my shoulders he also loves the shoulders I, yeah cats love shoulders when i had a cat they loved the shoulder that's sweet yeah what's uh what's your cat's name this one's charlie you have two yeah and then i have another Damn. one stella Damn, he's what, a big what do you orange. do when you uh when you uh, come to Barry, oh, I got two roommates. Oh, they just yeah, true. They just feed us. So it's chill. They just need to feed them basically, and like, I don't think they ever actually take the litter out when I'm gone. Oh, <laughs> whatever. But, it's because I usually come back and it's kind of dank, but yeah, gross. But um, yeah, I think uh, I gotta go do stuff. So we should wrap it up. If you got any yeah. any plugs, yeah. like um, your. EP maybe we already talked about plugging it. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. There's a new EP out there on the uh, old interwebs from uh, yours truly, called Primordial Rage of the Cowboy. Yeah, it's been out a couple. Which it's is, been out like a week now, right? Is the title track? Yeah, just what day is it today? It's been a the, week, a week and a little bit, just over. Boom. boom. Um, but yeah, it's out there on Spotify, Bandcamp, all that jazz. If you wanna, if you want any custom tapes or custom merch i can make that for you oh shit this guy's got hookups fuck uh, yeah which actually i gotta get stuff from you and uh yeah working on some country some new country stuff i got enough for two two country albums that should be coming out in 2021 so oh fuck yeah shit stay tuned for that and uh mm -hmm. what else my buddy whitney k he just got signed with uh maple death records Okay. which i think is in the states i nope. need to double check that don't don't quote me on that but yeah he's got a he's got a big vinyl release coming out uh, in february it. february 2021 i was actually just listening to it before we were talking because you linked me let's see if it says on here what is signed with yeah maple death records right maple death yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just i'm not sure i think it's a states label i'm pretty sure but i'm not 100 but I know he's uh they're doing like a rough trade special edition of it and I don't know all, oh, this, cool, all this cool stuff and uh yeah anyways he's been a friend of mine and I've been a big fan of his music he's been one of the only like country dudes especially one of the only country dudes that was kind of also involved in the garage like rock oh, scene here so I've been a big fan of his for years he's originally from BC um, cool, okay. and he's usually done like just like diy stuff he used to put stuff out with uh i think it was called paper egg records and they did some okay. tapes tapes and stuff like that and yeah now i think he's going for the big push got a, okay. he's got a label back in him he's got a new That's album coming out in february and uh yeah i sent him i was talking to him today and uh, mentioned uh, hopefully podcast. yeah hopefully we can get him on the pod Hopefully, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of up to him. I don't know if he wants to do it soon to kind of hype up the yeah. upcoming release or whether he'd rather come on the show or more closer to the time of the actual yeah. album drop. So T TBD. But uh, yeah, we'll that's see. It. And we're I'm excited to have Shane on the show. And yeah. Oh yeah, we already got we got Shane, some Shane we got Shane. some guests coming. You know, we're slowly building 
some fucking guests. I don't know. We're going to, yeah, I'm hoping to do this the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, we out here. We out here. Um, but yeah, I just got my single slot there. Are you thinking of me? Brock yeah, Matson. You, you got any? You got any new? You got I got any one. New things I, in the works. I got yeah. I got uh, another single that I will be releasing to make a uh, seven inch, and then from there, uh, got to figure out a way to make hopefully the seven inch vinyl. It's uh, looking at it, it's gonna cost a lot more than I thought, and I just oh yeah, vinyls the, is a lot more pricey. Yeah, and I just dropped tape. all my money. That's why I make tapes usually. <laughs> so. Things have changed. I did want to release a seven inch, but my financial thing is uh, a little hurt. So maybe I'll try what Dave did, but uh, we'll see. But I got that coming, and then I have uh, I have stuff ready to record. Uh, I just gotta find time for that once I get yeah. into the house. So got stuff for the next year. Yeah, I guess like if you really wanted to, you have a house now, so you could, you yeah. know. If you ever wanted me to bring over some <clears throat> recording gear, I can record a full band live off the floor. Oh, yeah. oh we'll do it. So, um, and then in that. the other plug is just you know uh, I play bass in a band, Hemvilla. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a sick rocking sound, and you should uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple, and all that. Hell yeah! But, uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm like I need to plug my other <laughs> projects. I've been playing in two other new bands in the. Uh, in the recent recent weeks uh i got back i started jamming with lover's suicide again which is uh my buddy alex supreme who's from orchids uh broken column deaf he's like super prolific he's got a lot of different projects in montreal and this uh project of his is more in the vein of like galaxy 500 mazzy star kind of like dream pop stuff and i'm playing drums so it's fun it's like really chill like laid back kind of drumming and having a lot of fun jamming with those guys and i also started a or kind of been jamming with my guitarist for the black petunias has this new project called bad sides and uh so far it's me and him and austin from pottery um austin's playing drums i'm playing bass and philippe is playing guitar and i think he's gonna bring in another band member this weekend but uh that's more like black sabbath kind of like heavy metal doom that's sick i mean so it's it's fun because i got my own little project i got i'm playing drums in this really chill band and then playing bass in this really like heavy band so i'm like all the vibes i'm hitting all of my all the vibes that i'm that i need in my life so and it's crazy because i haven't done shit in like months i haven't seen anybody in months and now like in the last week i've been like so busy and it's been so fun i feel like i'm alive again it's great and we're starting this. This is going to be great to get us through winter. Yeah. Two fish so, in a pod cast. I, I forgot to say at the beginning, but that's the podcast name. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, take it easy. We'll talk again soon. And uh, everyone uh, stay tuned for the next episode. when we got Dave Allen. Uh, Dave, Sorry, David James Allen. This is full, We know him as Dave man. Allen because yeah, we've yeah, known him we, since we lived yeah, in Barry. But he's but. got... He's going by David James Allen. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff out there. Check out his uh, album, Radiations. And uh, so you kind of know all his sick new stuff by uh, the next episode. Very happy for him to be releasing a vinyl. Because that guy works really hard. He he does all his own artwork. Very DIY. He's very big into the DIY. DIY We love DIY. So you can do it all yourself. You don't need corporations man yeah. well that's what fishbum's all about it's yeah, not right. even a company it's just a it's a platform where we you can, can do, all, uh, do it ourselves together in a community yeah. hell yeah but we'll see you well, anyways yeah i'll catch you see a fan see a fraser see ya, everyone talk talk soon bon appetit love you bye okay peace <laughs>